0: galaxy's edge updates d23 speculations and our favorite rides at california adventure all this and more on today's episode of the we like theme parks podcast
2: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we proudly
1: present a spectacular festival of theme park audio commentary magic
2: the we like theme parks podcast yo
0: We get back
1: now.
2: Welcome, foolish mortal.
0: Uh. I love that so much. It's, it's great. Okay, treblecocks so good. Welcome, my fellow theme parkers, to the We Like Theme Parks podcast, your go-to spot for news, opinions, and other nerdy fun happenings in and around the Disney and Universal parks. I'm Chris Bond. What's up? And I'm hanging out with Mark Andrata. Oh, hello. Dustin Foos. Buenos dias. And we're here to talk about all kinds of fun stuff today. How are you guys doing? Good. Yeah, things are great. Sun's yeah. shining. It's birds nice are that, chirping. Right? It's been so cold. It's nice that the weather's finally yeah, coming turn around. around, yeah. feels springy. Makes you want to be at a theme park. I don't know about you guys. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. We should go. Okay, let's go right now. Okay. End of podcast. And <laughs> there's the pod. There's so much going on. There's so much news. So let's just jump right in with Dustin. What's going on in the news?
2: News with food. All right, so news coming from around the world. Uh, Let's start out with D23. So um, we're going to be talking about D23 a little bit later, but something broke right before recording that actually is pretty cool, and it's the Disney Legends. So with Disney Legends, we're talking about... So they've announced 11 Disney Legends that will be honored at the D23 Expo. Is, um, is that you calling the Disney legends a bunch of dinosaurs? Is yeah, that, like, that was no. a violation. Thank <laughs> you. Brilliant. Thank
0: you. Yes.
1: <laughs> I just want to acknowledge guys you guys. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Mark. All right. I got Amazing. it. All right, uh, so, we, so, who are the legends? Who's coming? I think they're Wait, can I a, make some guesses? Absolutely. Like uh, uh, Bob Gurr?
2: He's already there.
0: He's already there? Yeah. Or he's on the list? He's already there. What does that mean? Is he already there? Like it's started? It's already. He's already a, a Disney Legend in previous years. Oh, in previous years. He was inducted. Oh, so they're every. At, oh, they're inducting new Disney yeah. Legends. They always oh, bring I thought out. They a They were just going to come come visit. Oh. oh, okay. All right, so like, new Disney. O- legends. Oprah
1: got it last year, right? Yep. Oprah was Oprah like the, is a the headliner legend? last Absolutely. year
0: for yeah. poor well, What do you mean, pourquoi? Well, What did she do that made her? Just because she's, she's on ABC. Oprah. Oprah.
2: Yeah, she's Oprah. She can do it.
0: She's. I think she's in the. I think she's in
2: the
1: NBA. And Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. <laughs> I think she's <laughs> also in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And we'd also Just like to announce Oprah.
0: right here on our podcast that we have a Hall of Fame. And we would like to welcome Oprah Winfrey <laughs> first for the, indu- we like first, the first inaugural inductee into the We Like Theme Parks <laughs> Hall of Fame. Oprah, hit us up. We love you, girl.
2: Yeah, yeah we have to have her on the show. All so right. we've got... Yeah,
0: so legends. So who are the new legends?
2: So, so far, the Walt Disney Company has celebrated 289 individual legends since 1987. Whoa. So this year they're including eleven.
0: Feels like a lot. That's a big field. It is,
2: but when you look at it, it's actually a nice mix between headliners and internal headliners, like people who have really worked for the company that aren't just you know a name. Okay. So you start out with Robert Downey Jr.
0: Sure, that's Iron a man. solid that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. The, the, the uh, real, the, the real first event. Yeah. Not this Captain America. John Favreau. Model. Also makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. he's great. Okay. James Earl Jones. Oh, I'm surprised he's not already Simba. in there. To be honest, someday this will all be yours. Huh. Is that the line? Is that my bad badge? That is a
1: terrible James Earl Jones Everything impression. Everything that the
0: light touches will be yours. Well, let's see. Let's see yours, tough guy. No, <laughs> I can't. I'm not going to pretend. You can't that be I that, can that hypocritical of my James Earl Jones <laughs> and not. You're have. Right. You're right. You're the right. The trick with James Earl Jones is to punch the consonants. <laughs> the
2: consonants.
0: <laughs> yeah, the consonants. Oh <laughs> no, no bueno. No. You know, um, we're supposed to be education <laughs> and fun here, guys.
2: Uh, Bette Midler. I was
0: yeah. I'm thinking of yeah. a Bette Midler impression. Uh, can't, I that. am yeah, Bette Midler. Just
2: for, on Hocus Pocus alone, <laughs> I yep. could remember. uh Kenny Ortega. High school musical. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm
1: also kind of surprised he's not already yeah. in there for high school musical. That's great. Diane Sawyer. Okay, that one's a bit of a left field for me. All right. Yep. Hans Zimmer.
0: For music for the Pirates films. For everything. everything. For everything. I'm trying to think of other Disney music stuff Hans Zimmer's uh, done. But I'll, look awesome. I'll look it up on you Yeah, right.
2: yeah keep, keep going on the list and I'll Sure. Go. So Hans Zimmer scored over 160 projects, which combined his grossed over 28 billion billion worldwide. Yeah, 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 But with Disney
0: um, projects, I don't care about the other ones. Uh,
2: no, Gladi- uh, Gladiator. Dark or Universal Nights. ones. Um, oh, he co-wrote the music for Cool Runnings. Right Enough there. Said. You're, in. Said. Said. You're in. You're in. Yeah. Sanka. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he was the guy behind uh, Iron dead. Man. <laughs> no man. Yeah, so he did all of the Pirates of the Caribbean, and he's actually composing the music for this summer's reimagining of The Lion King, which oh. no one will see.
0: That's yeah. not true. That's so true. I'm not saying I'll see it, but that's I'm not, not true. I'm not a fan of these.
1: uh I know that everybody... I mean, no. I, I don't know anybody that's excited about these photorealistic... Yeah. versions of these movies i don't do we really need this no like do we but, need these but we
2: are going to talk about that coming up right you are we are all um, right. Right, right any other legends of note um migna Wen. so okay. she's currently found as um the cavalry on a cbc or abc's series marvel's agents of shield she played Jaming chang on er Okay. was uh the title star of disney classic mulan
0: oh, oh great Oh, that's great.
2: Uh, she was also in House of Mouse, Sophia the First, and Ralph ba- Breaks the Internet, Oh, uh, and a ton of other things. Wow, you, she's you awesome. You would recognize her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. So she's getting in. She's Mulan. Cool. Uh, yeah, so Diane Sawyer, uh, Robin Roberts, good on ya. ESPN host.
0: Oh. okay, yeah. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah, Boy, so uh,
2: 15 years at ESPN. <laughs> What's the ESPN? I'm not having a clue.
0: Oh, man. Dun, 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 dun. I think that's it. That's yeah. Close. That sounds right.
2: <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, and then actually a really fun one is Barnett Ritchie. She started her career with uh, Disney as a choreographer at Disneyland. She created and directed Kids of the Kingdom before going on to direct and choreograph many parades, including the Christmas Parade, America on uh, Parade, and the Main Street Electrical Parade. That's the ticket. Cool. That's so the big dog. Those right there. types of and you know we're we're talking about the Disney. Uh, company where it's not just headliners like it's I not just great. you have to be a i think name. it's great that they do that yeah. yeah and the last one that's going in is wing chow uh, for 37 years at disney he basically has created disney parks worldwide he served as vice chairman of the disney parks and resorts for asia pacific oh. he oversaw development teams at disney imagineering so these are the types of guys that you know we're we're talking about the disney company where it's internal uh homegrown but also they want to create a a long-lasting you know legacy that's what these guys are all about so d23 this is just one section of the entire event is the legend ceremony and going and seeing john favreau and robert downey jr can't go wrong
0: yeah well congratulations to you newly appointed legends and uh, welcome to the to the flock say hi to oprah for us (laughs) So
2: the um, next piece of news is.
0: More John Williams. What is that? Star Wars. What the star? You don't what? That's I just, think
1: I think that you just I don't know if that what? was that recognizable. Sound like star Wars. Oh my god. Did it
0: sound like Star Wars to you? He tried. Oh, you guys are you guys are just rude. I really was. He tried. You no, know, I'm trying to add a little a little lightness and levity to this podcast. <laughs> Singing some theme songs, doing some bad. You're in impression. a musical mood today. Yeah, I love it's very it. Very nice. I just, um, you know what? I just ate. I have like, <laughs> I have like sugar coursing through my veins. I'm ready to roll. Speaking of
2: ready to roll, Bob Iger, head of all things Disney, CEO, big yeah, uh, big pocket. But he has been uh, sharing some behind the scenes photos of his uh, little tours that he's giving to his buddies at Galaxy's
0: Edge. How um, cool is that? You know Bob Iger. So he calls you up on the phone and like, guys, you want to check out Star Wars? Oh, I thought it's not ready yet. No, it is ready. Here's We're holding back. Come on come on, down. I'll show you. I'll approve it.
1: Here's the thing. If I know Bob <laughs> Iger, he's not calling me asking. If I want to come see, because I've already called him yeah. so many times.
0: <laughs> you no, know, man,
1: so uh, what's up with that? Is that, uh, is that like, half-baked yet? Can I come and check out, like, uh, oh, can well.
0: I just look in can the I oven for a bit? I don't, yeah. I don't know if we're prepared, ready uh, there, Mark, but... Um, <laughs> all right, I'll just
1: be here outside your house, <laughs> waiting by your car. Oh. You can take me over whenever you're yeah. ready.
2: <laughs> Starbucks in hand, so let's go. <laughs> he gave a personal tour to Kathy Kennedy. Okay. So we all know Kathy Kennedy. Yeah, This is some... Yeah. This is um, some uh, VIPs, absolutely. Sure. Um, Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge creators uh, Scott Trowbridge and Steven Spielberg and J.J. Abrams. No big deal. No biggie. No biggie. But they get to go and hang out in wow. the cantina. They get to see the ins and the outs before everyone the, else
0: can do. Sitting on the Falcon and playing the I don't know what this game is called, but the yeah the checkers or whatever. But
2: let's let's just at the end of the day. Wow. This type of thing is brilliant for any theme park fan yeah. knowing that it's real. Yeah. Like this isn't green screen, this isn't concept yeah. art, it's there. So good on you, Bob. Big fan. This who's, happens. Whose Twitter account is that? Is that? Yeah, Robert Iker. Okay. So it's, that's his so it's actually on his, his yeah. Twitter. So you, if
1: you're looking for it, you can find it there. Yep.
2: Big shot, Bob. Nice. So that's coming. Uh, it's getting real. Ooh. When's the opening gate again? It's uh, uh, May 31st in Disneyland. Wow, we're so close. So yeah, minutes, we're Yeah, minutes away. It's
0: coming. There's been so much excitement and so much kind of exuberance for this property. And it's uh, to see kind of those kind of hard photos, Yeah, and not just to have them leaked, but hey, I'm Bob Iger. do yeah. a look. And to do it in that casual way, really cool. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's very clever. Yeah. Yeah, it's super clever. All right, what else is going on in the news? No
2: one's talking about Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> so remember how we were talking about live action? Well, yeah. it's true. You know the the previous Disney live action movies, which were great. Jungle Book was great. Jungle Book was really good. I enjoyed it. I think <laughs> Mark's Dumbo was okay. I not, just shrugged. I just shrugged my shoulders. As yeah, but it was, was a
0: like, that's enough for you. That's yeah. that's a Mark Tell right yeah, there. I was say like, it's fine. It, it wasn't even fine. a full shoulder shrug. It was one shoulder. It was like
1: fine. Yeah, it's fine. That's just fine. i yeah. None of them freak me out. Like none of them. I'm not excited about any of them. Yeah. Did you see Dumbo? Yes. What'd you think? Next. Ooh, <laughs> there you go it. see i skipped it you I know what? I you're not missing much
0: man i really again i know i'm always talking about this i have kids and i can't get into the house so sure. when we want to see a movie it's kind of an event yeah. like we are going to avengers on monday we've pre-bought tickets we have yeah. acquired babysitting it's well thought out and yeah. i feel like dumbo is a hey what do you want to see tonight i don't know what's playing um uh, who's the dumbo oh okay yeah you know it wasn't really like a i must see yep
2: yeah. which is really funny when you kind of look back at this like introduction into live action remakes yep. for movies that were our childhood. Dumbo didn't need to be remade. It's a story that was great for its time. I am hoping this is the lesson that Disney's going to take that the technology could be there, but do you have to do so many of them in a row in right. such a short amount of time?
0: Here's what I'll, I'll to stand up for for Dumbo All right, without that. even seeing it. I will say that Dumbo is an old film. Like, Mm -hmm. we're talking, when did Dumbo come out? The OG Dumbo. That's 40s. Really? That, snap. Okay. So, if I'm a kid, everyone's pulling out their phones. Please do. (laughs) Let's get it right here, guys. So, if I'm a kid, and here are the characters that kind of resonate with me. It's superheroes. Timothy Mouse isn't
2: in there, by the way.
0: Oh. Well, that's too bad. But as far as just IPs go, there's the IPs that I know. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is Disney's way, 1941. You got it. Dustin, way to go! Um, maybe this is a way to introduce some of these characters to newer and younger audiences. I mean, other than that ride at Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom, what other frame of reference do most kids have for Dumbo? They don't have any.
1: But couldn't they couldn't they just re-release the uh, the animated into into
0: theaters? Well, like, D20, wouldn't that be? Uh, Disney Plus? Hello, uh, you're going to get plenty of old I suppose. yeah old from old the vaults from... But mm. uh, I don't know. Maybe just a new way. And listen, Tim Burton is Tim Burton. Yeah, he is amazing. I mean, although I know I Dustin sentence, had his review,
2: What's
1: I think that? the sentence is "Tim Burton was Tim Burton."
2: Ooh, <laughs> too much
1: shade? Is that too much? Wow, a bit. So, so shady in here. <laughs> um, wow. I, I think the I was other thing that came
2: tan?
0: up. <laughs> now I'm in the shade. The, the
2: thing that came up with uh, with the Dumbo movie was that they're following the trend of animated and live action movies being all about the voice stars and not getting voice actors. Right. I'm a fan of looking back at the original Dumbo where the, the cast wasn't a meme. They were just the people that were good for that job. They auditioned for Sure, Timothy but Mouth. it's
0: a way to sell tickets, right? They got Yeah, gotta but move. are you,
2: you have Danny DeVito. Yeah. You yeah. have Colin Farrell,
0: Michael Keaton, and Alan Arkin. These are all great actors. So Amazing actors. It's a great cast.
2: But like Dumbo is all about heart. It's about, you know, creating this amazing environment that's dark and twisted and, you know, just You
0: just said two crazy. of Tim Burton's like hot dark and twisted. I mean, he's the guy. I'm I, look I haven't seen the film, so it's just a comment. Oh, my <laughs> that's twice that's so cheesy. <laughs> oh.
2: But the reason why we're talking about this for Aladdin yeah. is because this is the lead in
0: to Aladdin. Sure. Do you it's think, within weeks. Because that first look at Aladdin, everyone oh, saw genie. Will Smith as a genie. Yep. And it was just all kind of negative, like, this. And it's so hard when you're going from Robin Williams. Absolutely. Who, you know, God rest his soul, one of the greatest talents of our time. Yeah. And that character, to me, it just is Robin Williams. Yes. So now you're getting a totally... Like, just the tonality of that character is going to be totally different. Did you just think audiences weren't ready for it or saw it and weren't digging it? I don't know if it was a CGI nope. thing. He just looks... I, I he just doesn't look like the genie. I
2: completely disagree only because of the the musical. James okay. Monroe Igarhart went out there as the genie, mm-hmm. brought his own spin into a role that was made famous by Robin Williams and people still went in droves and sold out that show. Yeah. It's been going for since 2011.
0: There was just something about di- seeing Will Smith as the genie that just didn't just I don't know, it just didn't feel special.
2: As soon as they
1: announced he was the genie, I was like, I don't know, man. Really? <laughs> Really? Like, can so he, he like, do everything? Like, is he, so, I mean, so what am I looking at here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there just doesn't seem, like, yeah, he's Will Smith, so he's a star, but he doesn't feel as electric as, as Robin Williams did. And I, I feel like you could, it could be somebody who does a different take on it, but I just feel like Will Smith is like, what are you going to do? Uh,
2: like, rap? Yeah. Well, there's also, I don't know. also th- something to be said about the animation, mm-hmm. which Robin Williams was an incredible star, but he was also a very good voice actor. Yes. And he didn't have to be not just the physical embodiment of the character, he had to be the voice. Yeah. And I think there is something to be said about Will Smith being the embodiment of the genie in a human form. Okay, so recast that role right now. You've just clipped Will Smith. Who's your genie? Honestly, James Monroe Iglehart. Okay. Take him from Broadway, put him into uh, into the movies.
0: I would do Titus Burgess. We both, yeah. Did you see I what see I did? That? you do the same thing. I was yeah. just trying to remember his last name. Yeah, Titus Burgess. Yeah, I was Titus like, this Burgess. guy is my genie. Did
1: yeah. you see him? Did you see him as the as Sebastian in in the Little Mermaid on Broadway? No. Was oh, was he dude. good? To be honest, he looked miserable. <laughs> 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 he looked. He looked like he hated doing it. That that's on it because there's a a clip of him doing um, Under the Sea on I think it's Good Morning Good Morning America or something. Is that the guy you're talking yeah. about?
0: So in the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt yeah. that James Monroe Englehart plays is like Nemesis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I didn't realize uh, that was that guy. I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that either. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's um he's been on in Hamilton, he's and he is a Disney fan. Right. Like you look at his um when he was told that he was going to be the Genie, he was filmed and his wife was like here I'm going to film this phone call oh. and he was in tears. He was yeah. like, I can't believe this is happening. That's the way that I see this passion mm-hmm. that has to come out with these live action
0: movies going forward. When I get the call that I'm going to be an extra in Tron 3, that would be my reaction. <laughs>
1: dude, I wouldn't put you as an extra. I'd put you as like one of the at least the very least a supporting lead.
0: Really? Yeah. I would be happy as a henchman, like as some kind of guard. No, aim higher, dude. Yes. Someone throws a frisbee in my face and I, I, I disintegrate. Yeah. That might be how you die. That would be cool. I'd but really but for that.
1: sure I'd, I'd want you as a, a character riding around a on disc a light washer. cycle. A disc, disc washer. <laughs> <dishwasher>. <laughs> At least number two. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, going back to your point about, uh, what was his name? James, come James Monroe. Monroe friend, your disc is dirty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me buff that up for you.
1: I think it needed to be I think it needs to be somebody because it's such an iconic role I feel like it needs to be a quote unquote unknown name and I think that guy is perfect because not that he's completely unknown but he's not like he's not Will Smith and I think that's the problem is because I, I look at it and I can't – and that's why I said, what's he going to do, rap? Because, like, he raps his theme song on this TV but, show. But
0: I didn't recognize anyone else in the film. Like That's the thing. so I feel like they needed, like, an anchor star. Yeah. But maybe – and again, we're all just speculating here. Sure. Because we, you know, we love Disney. Is it just maybe a little too soon? Like, Dumbo just happened. Is it's right. really right it, on the yeah. coattails? Disney – you just sold me and maybe I just spent my money going to see your last live action. And then you're coming out with another one so quickly.
2: Yeah, there's really not a lot of... Like, the known name is Will Smith. Yeah. But see, I would have made the known name...
1: Like, I get it. I get it. For sure,
2: you need an anchor star. What about Jafar? Yeah. Make Jafar somebody famous. I wanted to have Jafar from the Jafar, who is currently... Uh, what's his name? Um, Friedman.
0: Morgan Freeman?
2: Nope. <laughs> Morgan Freeman as Jafar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The most chill Jafar, <laughs>
1: <laughs> just a warm, friendly Jafar. Is, is, is
2: Iago in Jonathan the, Freeman? Is so he, Jonathan Freeman is the guy who voiced Jafar, but he's also in the Aladdin Broadway show. He originated the role of Jafar of Jafar on Broadway, and okay. he's also the Jafar. And he's the movie. also the Jafar from the movies. What about Iago? Was it Gilbert Godfrey? It was no, not. It was, not. It was, a it, it was actually... Have you seen Iago in the play? There is. And he was a local guy from the Seattle pre-Broadway. So before they came to Toronto... But was before it a bird? They went,
0: my, no, my question is, was it a bird? Because they turned Apu no, into a person, or there was no Apu. I've never seen the stage show.
2: No, the stage show, the dude's just Iago. He's hilarious. Oh, okay. Like, he's got the personality of Iago. And what is there still an Apu? Uh, no. I know. Apu? And no no elephants, so at the end of the day, the news that's coming out is you know, no one's talking about Aladdin. I think this conversation is the most that some that people have talked about Aladdin. <laughs> Yeah. It's
0: not even on my radar. Like, yeah. Not even close.
2: Uh, Don Daryl Rivera originated Iago.
1: He's still there. Is he still there? He's still there. He's really funny. He's if you look him up on um, on YouTube, he's got a bunch of like indie musical theater songs. He's a comedic musical theater performer. Cool. Yeah, and he's, he's basically what of,
2: we're saying is that in the future we're going to be doing a podcast all about Broadway. And I know we keep doing it. Yeah, it's going to happen because <laughs> yeah. not only do we like theme parks, but we like. Musicals,
0: Yes. It's my job, man. I guess, this is like saying I do outside of my job. All right, we'll do it. What else is going on in the news, Dustin? <laughs> what else we got? Oh, Castle. castle.
2: <laughs> yeah, so Disneyland's castle came out behind tarps. Nice.
0: That has to be terrible. You you fly all the way down there, and <sighs> yeah. you're like, there's the castle, and it's got this big, like... But at least they print the uh, yeah, castle they, on the tarp. Yeah, yeah but still, you're like... <laughs> That's a nice painted... It's almost castle. like
2: going to Disney World three weeks before the um, the Christmas celebrations or two weeks after. And there's that giant crane that's in the background taking off the lights. And you're just like, I oh. flew how long and spent how much money to see a crane? Take away all the fun. Well, we there, there's a story out there of the most refund request that Disney has ever gotten from the weddings side of the business was when the castle at the Magic Kingdom was turned into a birthday cake. Oh right. Oh nobody liked did anybody like that? No. Nobody liked that. But that's because like these people would spend twenty or forty thousand dollars oh, to get married at, at the wedding castle. pavilion. Yeah. And your backdrop is a birthday cake castle. That's brutal. So I could see that going forward. Now the the views that we're seeing of the Disneyland castle, they look great. Fresh paint, structurally sound. <laughs> I think that's that's the big thing people don't realize is that it was built during a time that wood was the main building. And man, wood wood rots. So It does. And when you're putting heavy stuff on it. Like the celebration techniques, because one of the things coming with the uh, the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World is they're going to be traveling certain aspects of the castle to different castles around the world. Oh, cool. They couldn't do that with Disneyland's castle as it was set up because it was not structurally sound. I like to imagine it as a souffle that came out and was knocked.
0: You know, it
1: came out of the <laughs> oven and is just kind of Jeez. like a slow <laughs> deflate <laughs> happening to this castle.
2: Yeah. No. It's coming out. Um, so is it
0: done? Is it like all the updates are done? They're
2: starting to take down the walls, which means that we are within like spitting distance of
0: the the end for that. So, guys, if you're heading down to Disneyland, rest assured you're going to get a good look at the castle. So yep. this is great news. Uh, what else is going on? What else have we got? We've
2: got um, oh, the Disney assumes operation of Hulu. So if you guys are interested in the constant struggle of streaming services check out uh the disney hulu acquisition they got it from uh comcast which is universal Mm -hmm. Uh, they bought it
0: from comcast they are
2: assuming control of it so what does that mean that means it's legal mumbo jumbo which we still don't know exactly what will happen where the
0: future um they haven't bought out the other parties on it like comcast they couldn't take hulu and just absorb it into disney plus because other factions own it
2: well it's also a a legal entity because you don't want to have the monopoly system where one company owns everything so it's still processes going through but i think theme park wise um knowing that disney is acquiring full control of something that they've had in the background they've always been a part owner of hulu now it's just going into that next system. So does that mean that it's going to rival its own service for Disney Plus? I don't think so. I think there's going to be a something will change, mm-hmm. but it's something that came up, and I think it's important for for folks to know about.
1: I'll say this: it hasn't affected the stock very much at all.
2: So yeah, I thought I thought
1: maybe I was like as soon as you said that I was oh, let's look up the stock and and it, I thought maybe it had dropped a little bit. Mark
0: Andrata. I was going to get stock in. market Andrada. That's impressive. <laughs> I was like that's wondering something. what you were looking at. I'm like, is it a bar graph or yeah, something? Yeah, no, it's the, st- it's the stock chart. It's in it. It's
1: oh, his okay, investment. Ho- hold on,
0: hold on. Let's back that up a second. So <laughs> on your phone, now that, okay, that's your investment. But your your wallpaper is oh. Captain EO. Is Captain EO? Yeah. Aww. <laughs> we are here to save. Ooh, we, we can't go down that save road. The world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love like it. that song. I love
2: it. I love that song. I love Captain Classic. EO. Classic. Now, the last bit of news, just a, a short one, and it's something that we'll probably talk about on future episodes, is uh, Club 33. Everyone know what Club 33 is? We
0: all know. We just have never been there because we we're can't not afford that it.
2: Yeah. It's $25,000 a year for membership. Okay. If
0: you know somebody that's a member, they yeah. can bring you in, right? So yeah. we just, we're just friends with the wrong people, exactly. essentially. But- if there's anybody out here listening to this. <laughs> Did we all
1: just look at each other when yeah. you said we're friends with the wrong people? We all just paused <laughs> and looked at each <laughs> yeah. other. Yeah.
0: We're
2: like uh, yeah. we got to get John Stamos in on this. Uh,
0: John, St- what? Yeah,
2: is, he, you, is he John a, Stamos? Oh, is you, he a member? You guys know the story, right? John Stamos no. couldn't ever get in. What? So, please tell the so story. He, he's on the wait list. What? Yeah. Is John Stamos on the wait list? They oh, in. we're okay. In a future episode, I promise you, I am going to do a deep dive on Club Thirty Three and share the John Stamos story. Long story short, there are there's a wait list to get on. Uh, into Club Thirty Three in Disneyland. It's twenty five years.
1: Yeah. Also, join the wait list now, and hopefully, in twenty five years, you'll have the money. Exactly. So when people Stamos die, it happens.
2: Get
0: on it. When he did, like Full House. That's when what full I've house heard. Stamos and he's still waiting. That's what I've heard. Wow. Uh,
2: but the big thing with Club Thirty Three is that they've actually gone out and put various Club Thirty Threes in parks around the world, including one in every theme park in uh, Orlando. Right. So the one in Epcot is already. There, it is above the American Adventure, okay. uh, in the World Showcase. So that's good to go. Every different restaurant has its own membership.
0: So this must mean that it's less exclusive now because there's more spots. Yes, there's more availability. Yeah. Okay. So they they do and can have you one... rotate or is it like okay? I'm the Animal Kingdom is my club 33.
2: Very similar to like
0: DVC. So it's like a DVC. Yeah. So I can't just go and visit the other ones. No. Oh, oh. interesting.
2: I'm that's... sure there there are people. So John Stamos. Who can
0: Calls whoever and goes, okay, Club Thirty Three, Animal Kingdom, I'm in, and he's in, and then he tries to go to Hollywood, and he's like, hey, I'm a part. Well, you of know, the, John
2: Stamus like, bought one of the original letters from the Disneyland sign.
0: Is he
1: that
2: he big has of a the fan? D. Absolutely,
0: he has the D. He, he, has he was the, the one who bought the D. He bought the D. I got so much more respect for this guy all of a sudden. He was a beach boy. Yeah. John Stables was not a beach boy? He absolutely was a beach boy. He sang on the show with. He was in the band. He
1: joined the band and he toured with them for a while, right? Here's the question. Are you serious? Jesse Jesse
0: and the Rippers joined. (laughs) I don't think he was billed as Jesse and the Rippers (laughs) when they were on the
2: road. It's the same uh, conversation uh, of is Adam Lambert in Queen? He is in Queen. Well, same thing as. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. I don't
2: know if he still
1: is, but no. he was for a while. Yeah. Wow. Around Kokomo. He, he, he looked at his Around paycheck Cocoa. and he's like, oh, have mercy. And he's just like, my, my full Cocoa. house royalties
2: are so much better than this. Yeah. And I get to sleep.
0: I watched a, Jan- a John Stamos film recently. What? Think of, yeah. What is it called? Something Heart. He's like a James Bond Get and Gene here. Simmons is the villain. What? This yeah. sounds like
1: the greatest movie.
0: And it has got a name like Lionheart or something. And Gene Simmons would yell at him like, <laughs> Lionheart or something. He's a gymnast that turns into like a CIA agent, and <laughs> and Gene Simmons is like this rock and roll bad guy. Yeah, and he kind of plays it like Frankenfurter from the Rocky Horror Show. Okay, like kind of androgynous and like it's it's ridiculous. I could get it it everything you're saying. And you're looking think. it up. What's so, the name of it?
2: I don't know. He was in My Big Fat Greek no, no, no. Wedding this too. Is, no, no, no. This it's is too, you
0: got to go into the 90s, son. There it is. Stargrove. Lance Stargrove. Stargrove. Never, too young Never Too Young to, to die. die. Featuring Gene Simmons as the villain.
2: 1986. This is I am on pointing out the fact that I was one. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm putting this down in a
1: list
0: to watch. What was it called? It's, it's called Never, Never too, too Young, young to, to die. die. Does that not sound like a James Bond movie title? Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, totally wow all right well hey that sounds like that was the news we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with you and we're back thanks for taking a break maybe you went to the washroom maybe you grabbed a snack either way we're back so guess what's coming soon guys d to the 23 have you guys ever been there I've
1: never been, but I was thinking about going this year. What? I'm a D23 member. Oh, yeah! I got, I got the membership and I got the pins this year, and I did an unboxing of it live on my Instagram. Did you? Oh yeah! And I played the and hardest. That's over hip-hop. at
2: at Mark Mark M Andrade because
0: you still can't
2: get. I
1: can't get, but Mark Andrade. Somebody took it. Somebody took it, and it doesn't exist. That's the thing. That's the most frustrating about that. So,
0: so what was in the box? What was in the
1: package? What's in the box? Just the pins. There's the pins, yeah. But you also get the card and you get the the, uh, The quarterly magazine, magazine, which is – the magazine's awesome. I put them right back because the size and shape of them. They go right back in their cellophane afterwards and they go into a bin with my Disney records. So it's like there's like I've got a crate of records – and they go they fit perfectly right in that.
2: So that's awesome. That's where they go. Nerd alert. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> so um this year, uh, the reason why we're talking about it is the uh, the sixth official D twenty three expo is gonna be held at the Anaheim Convention Center from August twenty third to
0: the twenty fifth. Road trip. <laughs> yeah, right? I've never been, but I understand that there is a movies part. There's like a yep. movies. Well it's, panel, it's very panel. similar to there's going a to like, Comic Con. There's, there's a but movie it's panel. Disney. There's a there's probably going to be a TV panel now that they have uh, Disney Plus. Yep. There's the Parks panel. So you get exclusive first looks at projects.
2: Um, so they actually bring out stuff from the warehouses and Imagineering. They'll bring out models and that kind of stuff. Uh, celebrity appearances, pop up stores with exclusive merchandise. Very so exciting. things like Ashley Eckstein from Star Wars. She has her her universe. Fashion line, so they usually do something exclusive. Cool. Uh, they have presentations on Disney history, a lot of Disney legends and that kind of thing. Fan trading of memorabilia. The archives exhibit, which is right. probably the best thing that you could ever imagine as a Disney theme parks fan. Amazing stuff. They'll bring original doom buggies. They'll bring original oh, like ride via everything you can imagine. Yeah, costumes, so cool. everything. Um, so, so much going on. Now, the question is... As we're looking at it online and, you know, pricing and everything, is it worth it? Is it something you guys would like to do? Or is it something where you're like, on paper, that would be awesome. There's no way I'm
0: doing it, though. Um, I mean, I'd be interested, but I feel like for me, D23 is just, it's a big media day. It's a big day to roll out the big, cool new thing, whether it's a new movie that's coming they're on <laughs> <I> knew <laughs> No, but seriously, a pavilion or anything that's happening uh, attraction-wise, anything in the company
2: yeah.
0: gets can be revealed at this event. So they, they typically save a lot of things to just blow the doors off of the fans. I can remember very vividly seeing a Tron Legacy promo from D23 and just being over the moon. Yeah, But I feel like the last couple of D23s, they just get bigger And crazier, especially with the Marvel, the MCU.
2: Yeah, they had all the Avengers. All the Avengers
0: have been there. Like It's some really incredible things. When they announced Star Wars, which was, I believe, two uh, D23s ago, that was huge. Um, Well,
2: they announced the uh, the new ships for Disney Cruise Line. They announced Star Tours, The Adventure Continues. And um, at one point in time, they announced New Fantasyland. That's the location that they did.
0: So this. if you're a theme park fan like we are, this is so exciting that you get an opportunity to get a first hand look and to be one of the first to hear about the new stuff. Now, can you put a can you monetize that and say it's worth it or not? It just depends on your sitch, you know what I yeah. mean? It depends how like I think I think it's great. I'd yep. love to go. <laughs> I think all of us Mark's a member already. But uh it's pretty crazy. It's not intimate, guys. It is like San Diego Comic Con's absolutely size of proportions. A lot of smelly um, people. It's a lot, of, a lot of stinky people. Well, because you're dealing with and Southern California. Well, and you're cross in you're, August. You're cross pollinating you now. california stink. <laughs> that's rude. That I um, would that's not what say. What we're, that, uh, saying. No, but there's a lot of like what Comic Con was like. You'd have all these Star Wars fans and comic book fans, but those those people are now at D23 because they own them. Yeah, <laughs> they, they right. own Star Wars and Marvel. So. It's, it's really exciting for fans, but I know coming from, from a distance here, I get really excited. I try to watch whatever live streams I can see, and there, and there are a bunch that you yeah. can watch and kind of feel like you're in on the panel as well and see the new announcements. I know something that we'll cover here quite intently on the pod, oh, but yeah. it's just super exciting. So I thought it would be fun today just to kind of goof on maybe what comes down the pipe because it really is, there's a lot of surprises and there's a lot of things you're like just waiting on. You're like, all right, they're waiting to to roll this out at D23. That's pretty typical, and sure. it's fun to kind of play the whole "what are they going to announce" game. But there's always stuff that you did like, "What is that?" Yeah. Like, you don't see coming out anywhere. So, um, so we're talking yeah, dreams. Yeah. So like, let's go around the horn. Let's talk about what we think is going to happen at D23 this year. Let's go for it.
1: All right. I think maybe an announcement, uh, hopefully about uh, Indiana Jones. Okay. I like Indiana Jones.
2: Something. Are, are we talking about the ride, or are we talking about because Indiana Jones hasn't been announced yet, but the Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular is going away. I yes. would
0: I would be surprised if we didn't get some kind of Indy Five something. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I don't think they've started shooting it yet, but even a yeah. teaser. Right. Something where you see, you know, Harrison Ford pick up the hat again and put it on or just anything where the fans will go, oh, my God, Yeah, yes. we won't see Shia LaBeouf. You will not. <laughs> oh, Mutt. Mutt Williams. <laughs> um, that movie wasn't great. It's too bad. <laughs> I was so pumped for that movie. Yeah, yeah, me too. When they, when they drive, actually, that first scene is pretty cool. I like the first scene when they're at the kind of Area 51. No? And they knock over the Ark of the Covenant. No. Cute co- <sighs> no, that's the best yeah. callback. All right, well, whatever. I uh, there's been a little bit of rumors, and it's only rumors yep. that there's going to be an Indiana Jones reskin and plot in the Animal Kingdom, where Dino USA lives right now. What did my dog? would she do this time? She's had a little snore. Yeah, she's just kind of cute. She's not, she's we not always, Indiana, we always Indiana tape Jones. these in the middle of the day when she's napping. You know, she's also a flatulent dog, too. She rips Right <laughs> on. Um, so do we think that it's possible that there might be some chatter if they were going to reveal something about Indiana Jones? I, I realize they're taking some of the attractions out of Hollywood Studios. Do you think, I they think get- it's coming.
2: So D23 is a, uh, a convention where they like to bring up fan favorites, but they also like to really stick it to the, uh, the theme park fans. And one of the things that people really love is, is the lesser known and lesser talked about. Everyone right now is talking about Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. But if you bring something like Indiana Jones out there, absolutely, people will talk about it. Same thing with The Muppets. I think The Muppets need a, a little bit more love. I don't think it's going to be by way of a movie. I think there's something else that will be coming. Well, isn't that, there
1: a TV show planned for the, well for, for Disney, Disney Plus? Plus
2: right. I think Disney Plus will have its own section. Right. Um, and they'll do a lot of announcements, but we're talking about this summer. I, I think this is the last show before Disney Plus goes live. Yes. So there's going to be nothing but new shows.
0: Well, they've already announced a lot of these shows, and we've talked about it in the past. Right, but I think right, you're going to start seeing, you know, John Favreau get out there and talk yep. about The Mandalorian and uh, maybe... maybe uh, Jeff Coleblum giving you some That's kind of so some kind something about brief. his show. Maybe Bob Gurr does something for the Imagineer show. Who knows? There could be some stars or celebrities. Well, bridging. there's also
2: the uh, not talked about, but coming soon. Actually, no, this is already out there. Go figure. Anybody know that Kim Possible the movie was already out? Yes, and it didn't do well, right? It really, people didn't like it. I'm a fan of Kim Possible. Me too. I didn't I was even excited. know this.
1: I was excited that it was coming, and then when I saw the reaction. I was disappointed, <laughs> so I didn't actually see the
2: movie. It came out February fifteenth of this year. How yeah. did I not know this? I am the biggest Kim Possible fan. I was. I think uh, portrayed. I think, I've seen Dustin it, Kim Possible
0: this under Ruse a few times.
1: You know what? I'm hoping. I'm hoping for a Fillmore movie. That would be. Can you imagine That'd a bunch of
0: amazing. Fillmore movies? Yeah. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Nom, um, um, nom, Yeah. Okay. So, so we do think. So Indiana we're talking Jones. movies. We're talking <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs>
2: Uh, Attraction-wise, I think definitely the new... Um, they're going to announce at least one of the pavilions at Epcot. I'm going to be shocked if it's not Brazil.
1: Can we go back to the Muppets, though? Yeah. What were you saying about
2: the Muppets? I think there's going to be a rejuvenation of the area that Muppets is currently in at Hollywood Studios. Grand Do you think avenue? they're going to get rid of the Muppets? No, I think they're going to go big. Oh, good. Mama Melrose no. is one of the least visited table service restaurants on Disney property based on its location alone. I think too many people don't know that Mama Melrose is back there. And I think that if they were to bring that into the Muppet realm as it was going to, that's a huge thing. You we're talking gonna, about a restaurant. You, you think we're they're going to invest about, in
0: another attraction? Yes,
2: flat out. I th-
0: oh, and then we're talking about MGM right now. Yep.
1: Oh, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking that, but out. this
0: is This is my dream. Yes. This is
2: what I want. And we've done the the search back in the past about, hey, this is everything that we've, you know, had with the Muppets that they took away. I understand that. The great Muppet uh, movie ride, even the, the Muppet takeover of the Magic Kingdom, all that stuff was there. That's fine. I want them to turn a leaf and I want them to take care of the franchise that Jim Henson left them.
0: I feel like that really talked about this, the real estate in between... Star Wars and Star Tours yep. is Muppets. If you like, take a look at Bio Reconstruct or whatever Google map, and you will see that that is the plot of land. And I don't see the Muppets getting dollar $1 invested in that when that is probably but you know what's a, a, going a away. sitting expansion plot for Star Wars. Star Tours is going away. Is it going? Where is it going? Because it's not in the immersive land. I mean, it just takes another reskin and a tweak and a fix. Yeah, but make it's it not
2: going it. to be it's not going to be Star Tours. I don't it's, know. It's it's not going to be branded cuz they Good. can't have two areas. <laughs> Marks Good. rubbing his hands. Get rid of it. I never liked it. I
0: you know what? Look, uh, I can't I'm not a big simulator guy. It makes me nauseous. Yep. Yeah. Don't care for it. So in
2: I I appreciate that at that point in time when they needed Star Wars in the parks, Star Tours great. Sure. Mm-hmm. They are now having the resistance—they're having the Falcon, they're having Blue Milk, they're having everything behind the wall. You can't have Star Wars in two and three separate ways with uh, the Star Wars um, launch bay. Okay. So my expectation is, as they are talking about what's coming for Star Wars with the hotel mm-hmm. and with all of these new things being, you know, talked about. They're going to slide in an announcement about what's going to happen with Star Tours and what's going to happen with Star Wars Launch Bay. I think Launch Bay is going to be the biggest announcement out there. It'll be turning into Pixar. Wow.
0: So what's going to be in Pixar Town here?
2: It's actually going to connect in behind. Directly behind uh, Star Wars Launch Bay, when you do the 50,000 foot, is Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay. So that means Rock and Roller Coaster re-themed as... Monsters, Inc. No. Right. Makes
0: sense. Monsters, Inc. has been on the table for a long time. Well, it's either time. that or Jonas Brothers.
2: No. Oh, <laughs> my, vote is, my vote is both. Can we combine
0: them, Jonas Brothers,
1: and call it Jonas Brothers versus... Monster's Inc. and the two and the two the two franchises. Go yes, ahead. the Jonas Brothers are absolutely a franchise. Yes, yeah. to the music of the Jonas Brothers. Okay,
0: so Sully yeah goes into uh, opens a door and yeah. it's the Jonas it's the brothers. The Jonas yeah. brothers' bedroom. All th- they all live in one bedroom. Yeah. They all have small beds yeah. with their names yeah. over top. Of course, their-
2: and the promise rings at the bottom of every. <laughs> side. That's right. That's Very right. Nice. And they're all having nightmares absolutely
0: about not being virtuous. <laughs>
1: I liked it. I like everything you're saying. I'm all in. 100%. Now, realistically, cool at
2: the at the end of the day, that area has basically been sitting uh, empty for such a long time. Launch Bay is only there to promote Star Wars. Right. Once it's gone, there's no use for it. Because that it's used totally... to be the character uh, animation areas. Right. And yes. used to be the art of Disney. And in behind there is the staff uh, or the cast member um, canteen. Mm-hmm. So it's basically their lunch area and there's offices. That is such a prime piece of real estate. And I think you're going to hear a replacement for uh, Beauty and the Beast Live on stage. Okay. I think you're going to be seeing a either a Tangled, a Frozen, or some Broadway element coming into uh, Sunset Strip. On top of that, you're dealing with Animal Kingdom. I think the parks are going to get a lot of love. During this D23. Yeah. Because oh, the yeah. parks are what's driving the stock.
0: Well, and and I think everyone knows what's coming. Everyone knows, you know, Star Wars is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ratatouille, what's happening at Epcot with the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. One, the new fireworks show replacing Illumination. Well, yeah, there's, the Tron coasters that are yep. coming. But what ha- what's coming after that? Like yep. these things are come so far out now. This is
2: the last D23 before the 50th anniversary. Just think about that. That's this is yeah. If they're going to build something for the 50th anniversary, it's going to be announced here. Yeah, you're right. So think long and hard. The dreams are out there. And honestly, my dreams have been smashed so many times from D23 because we get so excited and be like, yeah, it's confirmed. It's going to happen. This is and then it doesn't happen. Right. And it's like, well, yeah, that happens.
0: What's a big attraction or something for you that was announced that didn't happen that you were oh, um, disappointed about?
2: Uh, the original New Fantasyland didn't include Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Oh, really? It actually included two meet and
0: greets. It was the Pixel Pixie Hollow,
2: wasn't Pixie it? Pixie Hollow. Yeah. And I think it was an Aurora and Snow White meet and greet. Well, I'd rather and have a coaster than a couple of and greets. Yeah. It was very princess driven. So that yeah. was a great change when they announced it and then they went back and doubled up on it. Yeah. I still look back on the um, the coaster, the Monsters and Coaster, that was supposed to be built right beside Toy Story Midway Mania, and was a you know it didn't happen because of the financial collapse in two thousand and eight. Bummer. So those plans
0: are just sitting there, and you know Disney when they come up with a good idea, it just sits with Imagineering, and they you know on a rainy day they pull it out and dust it off, and away they go. So my takeaway
1: from this whole thing is that uh, Star Tours will be closing down. Mm And it will be replaced by a Muppets Tour of the Universe.
0: <laughs> tour of the Universe?
1: That would be incredible. <laughs> that... a, a Muppets parody of Star Wars and and, and Guardians of the Galaxy. I love and it. And you just start mashing everything together. Everything in space? Yeah, yeah is Muppets, it's Muppets grams. in Space. Pigs in Space.
0: Yeah. Pigs in, in You're right, space. it should be Pigs Man, in Space. That'd be amazing. Pigs, Pigs in absolutely. Space. I love that. Star
1: Tours closes down and is replaced by pigs in space. Because oh what God. people don't so realize
0: good.
2: is that all they have to do is change the entrance location. Mm-hmm. Because there is an entrance to that show building that they can build around on the other side. Right. side.
1: Oh yeah, And you put an animatronic Woo. pig in there. Yep. Give us a new uh,
0: new film. You get the crew of the Pigs in Space, of the SS Oinker or whatever it's us Get called. all of them in there? They yeah. all rise up? Oh, <laughs> yeah, my gosh. So good. So just...
2: overall, D23, like, and we will be talking about it a lot, um, what we wish will happen. And as they start teasing stuff, that'll be great. But I think D23, huge.
0: Really quick, before we move on from there, you mentioned a Brazil pavilion, yep. which is exciting. What, what are they going to have there? Like, what, if you're putting a Brazil pavilion, what do you think is... Well,
2: it's going to be food going to be an attraction and it's going to be shopping so that's I, that's the world showcase as a whole
0: wasn't there like some kind of link before the one of the reason i don't know if it was the movie mm-hmm. I think this is chicken and the egg sure whether it was the movie or the land because they were working on that um, gigantic film mm-hmm. uh, with music from uh, robert lopez yep. and i don't know if it's a if it's dead in the water now that film but they definitely have circled back on it and, and focused on the story. There were some story elements that they weren't satisfied with the script. And so this was supposed to be a part of Brazil. I mean, these are long rumors. But yeah. the Brazil attraction was going to correlate with this gigantic film that was supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. you know, And everything Robert Lopez the touches turns to gold. Yeah. So I think they were banking on it. And then that movie stopped. And then... The, all of a sudden the the kind of the heat for the the Brazil pavilion kind of slowed down yeah because there's been so many breadcrumbs about a Brazil p- pavilion for years oh absolutely do you think that that's the one do you think it could be somewhere else was um, it was it like I was wondering was it completely tied to this film title
2: no uh, the way that imagineering and you know that the Disney company as it stands today is it's all about synergy <laughs> you have different columns. And when you're doing a a movie, you want to, you have someone who is in charge of literally the theme park concept of this movie. And that's just the way that it works. There's consumer products, there's how how can they do the tie-in for their video games? How can they have uh, Disney books? It's all combined. So every movie that's been released has a plan for a theme park integration. It's usually not the other way around. Right. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. Brazil is definitely, it's always been top of mind. And the number of sheer Brazilian tour groups that come through, you just have to look at the dollars. Oh I've been there. I've
0: been there when that happened. Yeah, me too. It's always in February, right? Because that's when like, I, think, I think their spring break is or something like that. The times I would go to on my Disney retreats were mm-hmm. always first week of December yep. or second week of February. Mm-hmm. And I think that second week of February is this cheerleading competition that happens. Mm-hmm. And all the Brazilians are there. And they just run the joint. They're yep. all wearing, you know... The bright green or bright, bright yellow. Green, or they're, they're, yeah, they're all uniform t-shirts yep. and whatever. Packing every place. every Everyone's speaking Portuguese. and But they've all got nothing but money. Oh, so they're, they're there bonkers. with their uh, parents' the credit cards. Man, I remember... Every time I go to a Disney park with my wife, we always leave and take a picture of us in front of the castle on Main Street and have sure. a little smooch. That's our thing. Yeah. We take a picture. And we were about to do it this one year. And all we heard was like, ole, 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 ole. Sure. <laughs> like this, Amazing. this crowd of all these Brazilian teenagers is coming down the yeah. Main Street, ruining our romantic moment. But Aww. I thought it was quite funny. Thanks a lot. Brazil, we love you. We hope you get a land in the World Showcase. Cool. Well, hey, that was spitballing on D23. Uh, something really quickly we want to do today We have a new segment we want to mess around with. It's called My Favorite Thing. My favorite things, hey. All right, and welcome to My Favorite Thing. This is going to be a little segment where we just tell you what our favorite thing is, whether it's a food or an attraction or a place, anything that has to do with the Disney or Universal theme parks. And we just went right ahead today and picked a theme park, and that theme park was California Adventure and decided... What was your favorite ride? What is your favorite attraction? What is the one thing every time you go to California Adventure that you will not miss no matter what? And uh, let's just go around the horn. Uh, Dustin, California Adventure, what's your jam?
2: So I have two. Oh. But that's, I'm, I'm okay. sorry. All right, I, no, that's fine. Well, because the Incredicoaster is is right up there because it is iconic and it's a, it's a solid story. It's a, It's just a fun coaster. I think in DCA, you have a mix of attractions that are great, like Toy Story Mania. But Toy Story Mania is also in in Orlando. So that's, that's not all that exciting. I think for me, it's uh, the nighttime show. Oh. Oh, it's bugging me now. Um, World of Color. World of Color.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah. So I think that elements the nighttime experience the great soundtrack the amazing technological breakthroughs that they did with that world of colors by far and away my favorite attraction at dca
1: and it's so beautiful with the backdrop of the incredible coaster yep.
2: and the um
1: whatever they call their wonder wheel yeah which when have you they've... been on that wonder wheel no have you been on the wonder wheel in coney island yes that's horrifying yep. what a scary scary <laughs> ride i i rode that for the first time with my girlfriend and i was like oh it's gonna be a ferris wheel the views will be nice and let's take the rocking coaster that one looks fun and we went on it and neither of us spoke and both of us pressed our feet against the side and just white knuckled the entire yeah. thing i've never been so i was it just felt like you were gonna fly off into the inside of this have you you
0: haven't done it in hey, coney allen no have you done the one in no i don't like those Oh, my <laughs> god, like, It's oh. terrifying. Like, we even go to, like, little ones, yeah. you know? And I don't know. I'm a big dude. I'm a little nervous about anything that teeters that could, you know. You know what I it go on with my kids, yeah. and my kid's like, yeah! And I'm like,
2: hmm.
1: You know what it is, too, is that we didn't expect it. Right. I thought it was just, like, we both, we saw that it was rocking. We saw that we know what it does, but until you're in it, you don't really know. Yeah. And just thought it was a Ferris wheel. Yeah. So it's was like, oh, it will be a Ferris wheel. Gentle ride. We'll, like smooch in this you know what i mean like yeah, everything will yeah, be fine yeah. it's like there was no smooching <laughs> there was no talking and there was just fear yeah. only fear <laughs> i was like did not see this coming but anyway back to your thing about world of color yeah it's i think it's beautiful against that backdrop like the the amusement park look behind it i think is an extra nice touch
0: i like this the shows i like the fireworks but i, I I'm, i'll be honest i'm usually on rides when that's happening because the lines are short i'm like Okay, you guys enjoy the fireworks, right? Right. I'll watch that on YouTube, and yeah. I'm going to hit these short lines. Uh, Mark, how about you? Uh, my favorite thing—it's not a ride; it's
1: Cars Land. All of it at nighttime. Oh, like watching, Ooh. like going from day, like daytime. It's like, yeah, this is nice, but at nighttime, I love a good lighting design. I'm a <laughs> bit of a nerd for that kind of stuff, and the lighting design in Cars Land in Radiator Springs is so beautiful—the the orange and ambers of the rock. And then the turquoise and pink of the neon, like on the street. I love it. I love it so much. And I will get a Red's Apple Freeze from one of the uh, Cozy Cone Cafe, kind of one of those pylons. I'll go to one of those, grab the Red's Apple Freeze, and I'll have that and just stand in the middle of all of it. And that's
2: my favorite thing. Isn't that the same thing as the, the LeFou's Brew?
1: Is it? I think it's the same. I've never had a LeFouze brew, so it's like an apple. It's an apple slushy with
0: a marshmallow. It's the exact swirl
1: and a um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Like a passion fruit froth on top. Foam on top. Yeah, I love it.
0: My favorite attraction is a former attraction at DCA. It was called the Bountiful Valley, and you got an opportunity to to climb aboard um, caterpillars, like big tractors, and sit in them and look at them, and um, they were quite majestic, and it made me think about. All of the farmers all around North America, and um, yeah, they took they got rid of that bad boy, and uh, I've been smarting about it ever since.
1: Wow! I don't think I wrote that.
0: <laughs> I don't think I I don't think I ever wrote that, guys. That's making me. I'm being. It's a joke. It's not anything you can ride. Uh-oh. it's from the, the original California Adventure when wow. it was it was you know it's about California. And well, that's they, why I was like well, I don't know what this, this is. An attraction. It's ridiculous. It was a little farm with a couple of tractors.
1: Oh, I thought it was like you rode Caterpillars. No, no yeah, it's presented by Caterpillar, no, just, the tractor They you, you just
0: sit in them. Look, there it is. <laughs> oh, Caterpillar's like the tractor, yeah. and ca- like not... Okay, uh, oh, well. like, yeah, you just sit in them and look at them.
1: And that's really... You missed that, hey? No, I'm, I'm
0: being a, a jerk. Uh... <laughs> That was just me. I was trying to make a yoke. Uh, no, oh, I mean... See, Radiator the thing r- with r- jokes. Yeah. Radiator Springs racers with a bullet is just... Whoa. Yeah, it's so And it, it, it's, it's funny because it kind of ties into your thing. It's a part of walking down Route 66. And yeah, at nighttime, it's beautiful. But even during the day, it's such an immersive experience. There's so much happening around you. It really feels like you're walking right into Radiator Springs and the vista they have of the like the rock faces, the what are the, it was the Cadillac
2: mm-hmm. um,
0: Mountains or whatever it's called, it's stunning. And then you get into the ride, and the queue is very immersive. You you got fans. It's hot outside. It feels dusty and raw, and license plates and things hanging all over the place. And then the ride itself is a, an amazing combination of thrill and story. Using the test track system, um, having an opportunity to, to go to Radiator Springs, meet the characters, you know, go cow tipping and all that fun stuff, have like a dark ride experience in a car, yeah. which is very cool, and then be thrusted into this race and burning rubber, going head to head against another car. Like not only are you on this high speed thrill, but you're also racing against somebody else. It's just super fun. But also very clever, just on yeah. complete execution from top to bottom, yeah. and it's—I I, I feel right now—it's the marquee attraction at the park. The lineups get crazy. Yeah. You, it's a rope drop kind of attraction. You got to get there early, and I mm-hmm. think the experience—you can almost do it twice. You got to do it during the day, and the nighttime. Experience I was about to say is yeah. also unique. So, yeah. uh, without a doubt, my favorite ride at the California Adventure is the Radiator Springs Racers. Well, that's it, guys. I think uh, hey, yeah. now everybody knows what we like. at DCA, Cal- yeah. DCA yeah. So. That was important, you guys, to get that out there. Yeah. That was good. I feel good about it. Yeah. You guys feel good? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess this is a good spot to wrap up. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, why don't you tell somebody about it? Say, hey, there's this great show about theme parks if you like theme parks. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our content. You can find us on Instagram at WeLikeThemeparks. Or you can find us – where else can you find us? On the internet? Yeah, at WeLikeThemeparks.com. WeLikeThemeparks.com.
2: Uh, and- you can find us on uh- – iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you can get your, your podcasts.
0: Yeah, subscribe. Just You know, my wife did. She loves it. Aw, it's Isn't nice. that nice? The music for the We Like Theme Parks podcast was composed and provided by Mike Treblecock. Check him out at miketreblecockmusic.com. And thanks so much for joining us, guys. We'll see you real soon. Why? Because we like you.
1: And, theme and theme we parks. like theme parks.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to get them involved. They hate it. See you next time. We uh, <laughs>
1: Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.
2: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Haha, in my dentist's office.